Welcome to the This Is My Show 12 Interviews of Christmas. Uh, yeah, I mean the 12 biggest douchebags of Christmas. An episode where we discuss the worst, most hateful and anti-American politicians our country has to offer. We're talking real bottom-of-the-barrel dumpster fire humans here. You know, the kind of people you wish the worst for. Like Dr. Fauci married Joy Behar, and they made babies kind of humans. Or just people like Eric Swalwell, Paul Hammertime Pelosi, or Maxine Waters. You know the type, so pour yourself some cocoa. Sit back and enjoy as we put coal in the stockings of America's worst human beings. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 indeed. It's the final installment of the 12 interviews of Christmas, which as you just heard there, is in today's case, the 12 douchebags of Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas Eve. I don't know what you say there. We got Tom and Disco. The whole crew is here. We're excited to dive into this, this list of dumpster fire human beings. But I'm going to throw a curveball to you guys on this because we're going to okay. tell America just a couple reasons from the depths of our heart why we think these 12 individuals that are not ranked, by the way, there's no order to them. We're just going to flash some people up on the screen that made the cut. Why they are douchebags and why they're not good for America, but... You have to also say something positive. We collectively do. Not everyone. There's not three good things about any of these people, but we got to say something positive. Can we? Can we? Can we pull that off? You think? I, I, th I think so. I think even like you can you can say something of positive me... even about a turd. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll get this out and ready to roll. Then yeah, we probably find something. Okay. So yeah. Um... Okay. Yeah, get I mean, get your spirits out, get your whatever whatever you're drinking, and let's do this. Let's start with, let's start with, you know, when you're ranking college football, for example, right? You've got the top 25, and just below, in the kind of the fine print below number 25, you've got the others receiving votes section, and we've got one of those two. Here's our others receiving votes. They didn't make the top 12 biggest douchebags of Christmas, but but they deserve. Some, you know, some mention. So let's. I, I guess let's just. Stelter would have been would not on the honorable mention, but I mean, okay, <sighs> all right. I mean, that goes to show how good this list is going to be. The the list is ripe with talent. Let me just tell you that. Let's start left to right here with with Ronald Klain, who's the, the the chief of staff, White House chief of staff. He's a real under underrated, understated douchebag, who a lot of people argue runs this administration or is a key linchpin in running this administration, which obviously Joe and Cam Cam aren't running. Uh, I don't think anyone pays enough attention to Ronald Klain. I think that's by design. I think you're right. I think he is behind the scenes running everything and just lets everybody else, all the dummies go out there and take the slings and arrows that come at him. Yeah, I agree. And, and so you know what? The one, there's the one good thing that he does his job really well. Okay, there you go. There you go. He's an awful villain. He's an awful anti-American political hack. Um, good job, Disco. Disco's already like, I was trying to think of something positive to say. I, I couldn't come I'm up with I'm just trying anything. to get out of the way quicker so that we can think about the bad stuff. Okay, <laughs> there we go. 
All right, so the next person who's on that list just got suspended permanently from Twitter. He's called me out, by the way, on there. Um, he's a real douche. He's Keith Olbermann. I mean, this guy right here, uh, and I'll say something positive. He used to be on SportsCenter. He's had a couple runs on SportsCenter. He was on SportsCenter back when SportsCenter was good. We didn't know his political beliefs at the time. Um, but he... He, he did a decent job back in the day at SportsCenter. Now, fast forward to today, everyone thinks they need to tell people, especially those people who are outside of, of the news and political space, they need to let people know what their political opinions are. This guy's like vile. Like, I mean, him and Rosie O'Donnell are two of the angriest people. Joy Behar, who John mentions in the voiceover for the intro today, too. The, the, those are among the most just angry people on the planet i mean he, I, I when's the last time keith olbermann put out like a sweet message like i hope you're having a great day he hasn't he's incapable of it and you know working in the entertainment business for as long as i have and knowing people who also work in sports he has the worst reputation of any on-air person i think in the history of broadcasting everybody that he has worked with has absolutely hated his guts and part the reason one of the reasons I think why we don't see him on TV is nobody will work with him. He's just impossible. And just over the years, he's just gotten so ugly and mean. And it's like it, I feel like th there's something mentally going on with him that, you know, he should seek some you know treatment for. Yeah, there, there definitely seems to be an imbalance. But. We'll I mean, see. He's I don't know. German. Is he? Yeah. They're always Over yelling. There. That's American nine. That's nine. <laughs> <clears throat> Which means Keith Olbermann's a douchebag. That's I'm pretty sure that's the translation uh, right there. I don't know. I just, I'm used to Germans yelling because we watched Die Hard the other night with the family. So, um, okay, let's move on to the list. The next one, also kind of understated, underrated, is Dan Rather, who always, always, he comes from an era where people thought news was, was, fair, balanced, and just reading the news. Guys, there's always been bias in the news. We just didn't know about it. But he, he does come from that era where people had a different view of it. Now everyone knows it's total garbage. <clears throat> but he always has something negative to say about conservatives, conservative values, this country, a country that he used to report on and, and make it seem like he cared about. Yeah, 100%. He... You know, I like to think of him as the godfather of fake news because you go all the way back to the 70s when he claimed that he got mugged and the person doing the mugging kept repeating, what's the frequency, Kenneth? What's the frequency, Kenneth? So ever since then. <laughs> so he was like, <clears throat> yeah, he's making stuff up like Brian Williams, but well, well before Brian Williams. Exactly. So he's got two children, by the way. Okay. Robin Rather, and then the other one, the son, I feel like they couldn't come up with the what name they wanted, and it's no space. It's Dan Jack. <laughs> no space. That's, Dan Jack. Where is he from? West, where is he from? That's a, that's a, that's a peculiar name. He's from Texas. W Wharton, Texas is when he, was where he was born. Okay. So Dan Jack. I, I you know what? There's the positive thing. I'll give him you know, credit for creativity, creativity points. points. Like I, I've <laughs> never once heard that name before. And plus, he's the first reporter who, you know, when he called out, well, he made a joke at Nixon's expense and was and that really launched his career. And, you know, and you see reporters in the White House doing that all the time, you know, like Jim Acosta, when he was going after Trump, I was like, he's doing this for attention because he wants his own show. 
and that's when the money starts rolling in is when you get your own, you know, cable show or network right. show. Gosh, we don't, he, he should have made the list. We don't talk about him nearly as much anymore, which is nice because he's, he's not as in everyone's face as he used to be with, with all the changes that's been happening at CNN. Okay. The last one on the others receiving votes page is one of my favorite people to dislike, and that's Brian Stelter. And I think the reason he made this other receiving vote section is because the the 12 who made it are very strong, but also because he doesn't even really have a job anymore. Like, the guy, like, I mean, do we really beat up on a guy who's lost his job? I'm glad he did, by the way. But, like, this guy is the epitome of, I always call him a Zeta male because he doesn't even sniff a beta male in terms of strength. And, obviously, betas... I don't really have a place in society. I maybe they do. I don't know. But but he's not in that category. He's not in the the Charlie category or the Delta category. He's way at the bottom of the list. Like if there if there was a a, a letter after Z, he'd be in that category. He's just he's just weak. And double A. <laughs> he's he's double A exactly. He he gets yeah. into that. Yeah. That's that's Brian Stelter. Yeah, he just he he oozes. I'm not a man. Dolly Parton has more masculinity in one of her fingers than he has in his entire body. And Dolly Parton's a lot. Even when she's just talking, she's more entertaining to listen to than Brian Stelter. Oh my gosh! Yeah, well that's the thing. Like it always blew my mind that he had a job and a show at CNN when he just wasn't talented. I'm not saying that I am or that we are, or that, like, I'm not making comparisons. Just the very clear, succinct observation of Brian Selter is he is not talented. He is not respected. He doesn't command respect when you talk to him or look at him. He doesn't command it when you listen to him. He's just a squeaky, uncertain, weak something. I don't even know what he is. uh, A eunuch. I... Yeah, I he I don't think that he produces any testosterone. I don't think that he has any sort of testicles. <laughs> no, well, he's... you know, the old saying, um, I think he's like the poster child, you know, those who can't do teach and those who can't teach get a fellowship at Harvard. I mean, that's him. I mean, that's that's, that's... that is the old <laughs> saying. I've heard that a hundred yeah. times. Uh, <laughs> OK, <clears throat> I like. Oh, and do we say anything positive about Stelter? He His can is pull off some uh, red boxers. I don't know. He can, yeah. <laughs> he was willing to. Yeah, I don't know. I, he, he does hits without on TV without pants. I like that. I don't wear pants. I do wear shorts. I wear something. Um, he was literally not wearing pants. Um, okay, that's good enough. <laughs> we'll check the box. <clears throat> We're in charge here. We can do whatever the hell we want. Let's move on to the actual 12 douchebags of Christmas. Disco, again, these are not ranked or ordered. They're just 12 vile humans um, or, or humans that are adored for some reason by others. They're not all politicians. We're going we're gonna to run the gambit here. And we'll start with the first one, whoever Disco puts up. Ooh, Bill Gates. Oh. Notice the Fraser first scented douche um, in the poem there of, of the... Uh, <laughs> The gloved hand? <laughs> the gloved hand. I mean, at least they're being um, sanitary. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a guy. We just talked about Bill Gates weeks ago because he's sending an additional $7 billion to kill more people in Africa. It's it's under the guise of philanthropy. 
This is a person who speaks openly about depopulation. I'm not trying to go all conspiracy theorist here. I'm just telling you what the guy talks about and what he believes in. And if you follow where his money goes, it's a it's a huge wedge into it, it with the whole us versus them th- uh, versus them thing, the elite versus the lower class thing. And it's let's kill African babies because we don't see their value and we don't want to share resources with people that do not reach our sphere. And that's that's what he is is doing now. And that's what he's been doing. He's just an, an awful person that made money. And because he made computers, people think they should listen to him. 100%. He's a vile, disgusting human being. And let's not forget that Melinda divorced him because she was tired of him having sex with children. Yes. That's the bottom line to that. So, you know, starting with that is, you know, the grounds for your divorce. There's really nowhere that you can go up, in my opinion, as far as anything that you do in this life. So, you know, advocating for genocide in Africa to me is just, you know, that 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 goes with who this guy is, you know, and it's not this isn't something new for him. He, you know, all his vaccine testing for malaria, you know, back in the 90s or the 2000s, you know, that was all a way to thin the population by giving away free stuff under, you know, the idea that they were going to try and eradicate malaria, which, you know, just wasn't. He was he was testing on human beings what he was doing with the hope of getting people of color to die. Yeah. His father was a eugenicist. He is a eugenicist. That it runs deep in that family. Well, <clears throat> absolutely to all that stuff. There and the people don't talk about they don't talk about any of this stuff with Bill Gates. People pour all this praise and support on him, and oh, he's nice and he gives, but they they forget again. Follow the money. See see where it goes. Follow the the research that he, that he's involved with, as you were just mentioning. See where it goes and what the the net result is. But also, people people don't talk enough about the Epstein thing. Like he was intricately involved. That played a huge part, as was was stated by by Melinda in their divorce. He's a sick person. I would say the positive thing is is he does have impressively um, oversized man boobs. I know. I was noticing that, too. I'm sure that, you know, part of his one of his hobbies or is his kink is being a wet nurse to third world (laughs) children. Well, yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, that that could be true. I mean, and and to give something really positive to him, you know, because that's kind of a slight like he is. A pretty uh, worthy, noble, uh, not noble, but a worthy villain like. He's made a ton of money. He is strategic and smart and tactical in how he does things, not for good. Um, but I guess you got to give him some credit where credit's due. Yeah, like he's like a movie style character. Yeah, and 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 people follow him and listen to him, and you know, and yes, you know, hey, he helped. He was the co-founder of Microsoft. I get it. So many things were innovated because of the stuff that he started and, and everything. But it's still, it's like look at the track record. You'll see what's going on. I mean, hey, I just I just learned this just now. He dropped out of Harvard. You know, he didn't even finish Harvard. But that you don't have to do that to start a company and build computers. But still, it's, it's you know, he does have an IQ of 160. Well, mine's 14, so that's better, right? It's like golf. <laughs> hey, and, and Bill, hey, Bill Clinton is at 137, so. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he's All got right. that going for him. He's, he's got that going for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on to our next Christmas time douchebag, which oh, is a U.S. <laughs> senator 
out of Pennsylvania, and his Ugh. name is John Hoodie Fetterman. Uh, he is one of this year's 12 douchebags of Christmas. Congrats, John. Um, he doesn't understand what we're saying because he's lost his mind. Um, but this, this guy, everything he stands for is far left radical anti-American policies. And you can say, well, it's not anti-American. He has his own policies. No, no, no. His policies would disrupt and dismantle his state and this country if he were the only person in charge. Thank God he's not. But but sadly, there's a lot more like him. And sadly, there's a country, take out the fraud, which we know there is in this in this country's elections now. There's a country who thinks, yeah, let's give this guy a shot. Like, he he... he he and everyone who voted for him get this award. This is not just John Fetterman. This is all the people who legitimately voted to put him in office are probably the same people who voted for the dead guy in Pennsylvania as well. Uh, and this guy might as well, frankly, honestly, he might as well be dead. Like, he is not the sharpest tool in the I shit. Mean, he makes Joe he, Biden he, actually kind alive, of seem coherent. He's got that going for him. He's, he's alive. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, oh, that picture that we pulled for it, is that the, his acceptance speech tattooed on his right arm? Just so he can remember. <laughs> so he can read it? And... Yes. <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> There's no other way we can do it. We've got to tattoo it on there. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Is there something positive we can say about John Fetterman? Good old sloppy body. Um, he is one of those people that really get under my skin when I'm at the airport and they're boarding flights, like in their pajamas. You know, he has that, I'm too cool. I don't have to, you know, wear something nice because I'm sticking it to the man or whatever it is. It's just, it's he's just such a fraud. And I would say the positive thing about him is whenever he walks and he's wearing like basketball shorts, you can you can see his glockenspiel dinging back and forth in the basketball shorts. I mean, is that is that positive? <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'll say this: his, the commercial was awful. The fact that they ran that Mean Joe Green version of of his commercial on his political campaign it was awful because it just showed, you know, him being a stroke victim and just being slow, awful, and stupid. But the fact that he channeled an old school thing from a different era back then, and he probably doesn't even get credit for that. He probably doesn't even know that he's a senator. Um, I'll, I'll give props to that, going back to a different time where, where the country was actually yeah. a little bit it was better. a good pull. A yeah. good pull by his uh, staff or PR person. Yeah. Poorly executed. Good suggestion. Uh, okay. The next 12 douchebags of Christmas award goes to Someone we've all seen in our news feeds for about a year now, and that's Vladimir the Hero Zelensky, who only wears this vest on a green screen. Um, Ever. So much of this stuff has just been fake. I mean, this guy, I mean, first of all, again, reminder, folks, there's there's people who we, we, we talked earlier in the week to Chuck Holton, who spent half the year in Ukraine. There are hard and awful things going on in that country. Feel for the people of, of Ukraine and and hope. Hope the best for them. That said, I still think it's not our fight. You know where I stand on all that. But this guy here had an approval rating of 25% before the invasion, was not liked, running a corrupt country, and now he's become this, this hero, this, you know, this star. He's, he's taking time out of the conflict to do, like, modeling shoots with his wife or just himself sometimes. <laughs> like, 
he all he does uh, is beg us for money and and sadly get it like he's just a leech he's trying to drag us further and further into a conflict that could lead to the elimination of mankind um <clears throat> to me that if you're if you're willing to to drag us into a nuclear world war three you get the douche award you're, you're not a good person yeah and, and nobody seems to offer any off ramps you know there doesn't seem to be hey let's have a truce you know let's come in and negotiate something it's just him demanding more and more money and you know let's not also forget that you know he eliminated the rival political uh, party, his rival political party, he also consolidated all the news networks and TV channels into one. Yeah. And then he banned you know, a specific uh, religion, a specific church. I just wish there were, you know, somewhere in the English language, there was a word for that. And um, <laughs> I don't know what that would be. <laughs> hmm. No, he, but Tom, he's a folk hero. So even if he's done all those things, it just, he's gotta be, he's gotta be a hero, right? He's the hero we need today. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's, and it's all right there again. Uh, you can, you can cheer for people not having a cold frigid winter with, with, you know, shelling going on around them in Ukraine and not cheer for the Ukrainian government and Vladimir Zelensky, not cheer for our government getting entangled in all this. And, and you, everyone's got their reasons. That's why, but, but both things can coexist. But, but the one thing that everyone should see <clears throat> is Zelensky is not the person that we are making him out to be. It's just, it's just simply not true. The positive thing I would say is his wife is hot. I mean, he's got that going for him. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, I have one more, I have one more thing. I'm trying to pull it in quickly here. Okay. Um, we, I didn't know this, but uh, Vladimir here, he he was an actor, or you know, he was an he, actor. He did, yeah. yeah, and uh, I didn't know this, and so there he is on one of the uh, movie titles that he uh, he was in, and that the translation for it is uh, Revesky versus Napoleon. That's what that that that's the movie there, and okay. he stars in it. Yeah. Um, why yeah, not? I just I didn't I didn't know that. I did I uh, you know. Yeah, he was a very successful Google. comedic actor. Yeah. That's yeah, that's I, the kind I, of I, people I pulled, that we pull into the titles as an agency yeah. like and put in in power like this will work. Like he's a musician. He's a he's a this. That's fine. We can work with it. Um <clears throat> Yeah, right. I, I didn't know that when I googled him that I was going to see movie and TV titles. Like, I wasn't yeah. expecting that at all. All right, yeah, which cool. is pretty perfect because essentially what we're living through right now, especially as it pertains to the conflict in Ukraine, is there's very real circumstances and and scenarios that um, could get really really bad. We're we're playing with fire again. It's real, but at the same time, it's so ludicrous that it's like this feels like a movie, uh, and I wish it wasn't. Oh, it all it all started with, you know, his quote of saying, you know, send I don't want a plane ticket. I want bullets. And then that's when it all started. Then he started having the ghost of Kiev, Snake Island, the old Ukrainian women, you know, throwing jars of pickles at drones and knocking them out of the sky. <laughs> you know, it just all it, it was too good of a story for it not to be true. And the. The, the the more it went you know progressed forward the more that you realized it was all lies and it's it's this is honest to goodness wartime propaganda that we're seeing yeah yep 
Very, very difficult to cut through. Um, <clears throat> okay. The next, this guy, it was a shoe in like there may be a few in the top 12 that you could argue and say, well, this person should have been in there. That person, I think everyone would agree. This person right here definitely gets the award and is definitely on the list for 12 biggest douchebags at Christmas. And that's Eric <laughs> Swalwell. So, and we've got Eric Swalwell has got a unique picture. He's the only one. In fact, I think with more than one person on it, because this is a person who like, look, none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. We're going to continue to make mistakes because we're broken humans. That's just the truth. If you think otherwise, then I suggest that you, you check again. Um, but, but there should be consequences. This is a guy who has very anti-American you know, policies, serves on the, the U.S. House Intelligence Committee, which, as I've said before, doesn't carry as much weight as people think. These guys think they do they they hold themselves in high regard but the intelligence community doesn't really care about them that much but he's on that committee <clears throat> which does give him access to additional information which is troubling when you have him sleep with fang fang the the, the chinese spy who's on that card with him you know he falls into a honey trap by the way you've seen she slept with that one mayor who was like you know, made earthquake from the WWF in the eighties look like a tiny man. Um, but like <laughs> he falls into that trap, doesn't lose clearance access, doesn't lose his spot on the committee. He, by the way, in doing so, of course, committed adultery against his wife and he's got children, but I, I, look, I understand people make mistakes. You can rise above, but there are consequences unless your name's Eric Swalwell and you're a Democrat. And then, what what's the icing on the cake as to why this guy's a douche is he's always out there judging other people talking about how awful they are judging other conservatives judging christians judging all this stuff talking about people's marriages it's like hold up you don't get to do that anymore you slept with a chinese spy and <laughs> you're talking about how all this stuff again i i want him I, i'm not pro divorce i want him to to fix that, you know, and it seems like they're making their way through whatever. I don't know how their arrangement is, but I don't want his kids to go through that. But you also can't be up there being like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. I, you know, it, it, the guy is just awful. He is, but, you know, I'm going to say this for a positive. I mean, that's a heck of a flex, man. If you get caught red-handed and then now you have the ability to point your finger at other people and point out what you think are flaws in them. Yeah. That is a lot of self-confidence right there. It is. No, that's true. That's true. He's he's somehow <laughs> somehow got it. Well, yeah, one of his slogans on his website says, Be bold, do good, go big. Go big. <laughs> so if you're gonna do it, go big, like he did. How can how can he take that guy? Look at that face. I couldn't I couldn't take that guy seriously. He, there's a smugness <laughs> to him, right? I mean, these politicians that and and it's not all politicians. Stelter for some reason has a smugness to him, and it's like what, what, like your parents don't even like you. Like there, I just don't get it. Like if you if you've got it going on, you're sharp, and you do it the right tack, you can get away with some smugness. These guys can't. Swalwell is just a mean spirited creature, and I know. Like right now, it's well, you guys are picking on people, and it's Christmas time. We are. I get it. I get it. But you know what? One, this is the talk show. It's our job. Two, 
The reason we are is because these people that we're going through are impacting society. They're making a huge you know, dent in who we are, changing our values. And people are, for some reason, taking their side and going along with them. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, we need to call them out for what they are. We shouldn't be listening to these people. LeBron didn't make the list. He should have. We shouldn't be listening to Le- LeBron. We shouldn't be listening to people like that. Like, that's, that's not the direction. You, if you want to, you, by all means, you can. But that's, that's, that's not the direction we should be going. And that's why we're picking on these people. You know, Stelter yells at everyone. If it's not coming from my mouth, it's not the truth. That's essentially what he was always saying. It's like, no, that makes you an awful person. That makes you a douche. Like Swall has has that has that look of the 1980s villain at the country club that yes. you know comes driving in in his Porsche and gets a little bit handsy you know with one of the waitresses and and then her boyfriend you know is like you know a maintenance guy and he has to go punch him out and you know played by you know uh, who I just blanked on it <laughs> like James Spade Spader you know. Something like that. One yeah. of those movies. Yep. No, I agree. He he's he's a douche, which is why he got the award. So is this guy, Chuck Schumer, been around since 1842 in the Senate. <laughs> done, done nothing but just play the system. Continue to to somehow. I mean, again, the fact it, it falls on the people. The fact that these guys they they know how to win. They they get the game. These these politicians. That's why that you've got Chuck and Maxine and Diane Feinstein and Pelosi and all these people. And, and by the way, we're not getting into women on the twelve douchebags of Christmas award. Um, we're douching men. Um, but <clears throat> this guy just continues to do nothing. People in New York and his his him and his staff's ability to to get him back in. The power brokers in D.C.'s ability to get him back in. He continues to serve and continues to do nothing that that brings benefit to our country. And he he really gets it just because he's been around so long. There's plenty of people who are maybe more current. I mean, he's current because he's he's still in office, but I'm blown away by and I guess my positive thing would be like, you know what? You're good at playing the game because you, by all accounts, should not be here anymore. And yet you still are, and you're still a prominent figure in in this whole DC swamp. Yeah, I, I agree with you. He, you know, he he represents, you know, the best of the best of the Uniparty. You know, he's he's been able to, you know, thrive in this environment of leverage and then destroying your enemies. And you know, I guess that's what that's what the whole you know system has become now. Yeah is get leverage and destroy. Mm-hmm. Get leverage and destroy. Um, you know, acor- according to his own schumer.senate.gov website, he has dedicated his career to being a tireless fighter for New York. He visits all 62 counties every year. Mm. So you know, sweet. At least he's, yeah, it's so nice of him to actually do his job. I hope he's doing it. You know, it's... It, it's it, this is a case in point term limits <laughs> yeah he should not be that old doing what he's doing no because he's gonna die in there it's what's gonna happen he likely he's will not, he's not gonna retire no so he, you know he's got the long game down well he's got that going for him <laughs> he does they, these guys all know how to play it uh none of us win in the process but they certainly do i mean you look at how 
these when it comes to the politicians how their their net worth is when they come in and what it is when they get out it's it's just you don't have to look hard people you don't have to look hard to see how corrupt these these folks are all right who we got next Ooh, we got a long nose kind of like a roxanne um steve martin <laughs> reference here i mean obviously it's pinocchio but um we got shifty adam schiff who is all excited this week because you know there's there's news coming coming on with with you know the the jan 6 committee and trump indictments and and our potential indictments yada yada all that kind of stuff <clears throat> but with this guy's like swalwell <clears throat> the same kind of thing we were talking about with swalwell this guy has been caught in so many lies in so much corruption not speculative it's it's clear as day and yet has the gall to stand up there each and every day in his office at the podium on the hill somewhere in capitol hill and throw other people under the bus say how awful they are for lying and making stuff up when literally there's data and evidence that documents that you've done just that and it, it shows that you don't care about this country, don't care about your constituents, you don't care about the Constitution, you care about having it your way, and it's your way or the highway, which is, which is the policy for the Democrats. And, and that's who you are. And <clears throat> to me, again, th that gets you a douche award. Oh, 100%. You remind me of... Uh... Go, go ahead, Tom. You can go. No, I was just... You know what? You know what's funny. We always hear about the term gaslight, right? And gaslighting people and so yeah. forth. So I watched the 1934 movie Gaslight, and it's like, oh my, this is like it's a movie's almost a hundred years old. But you just take out the context of you know how it was used in that film and use it today in politics or to push any kind of you know agenda. It's the same exact concept that we're watching. And in Schiff is an expert. At gaslighting, it's unbelievable. Yeah. No, I, I, I'll give him this. He is a good politician. He's, he's. I'm not. I don't like him. Obviously, he's on the twelve douchebags of Christmas list. So I don't, I don't clearly don't like him. But he's good at playing the game. He's good at like, like with Swalwell. Like, I'm an awful person. You all have seen, read information stating and 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 demonstrating as much that I'm an awful person. But I'm bold enough to stand up here and lie and tell you that I'm not, that I'm the one who's going to help fix this. And I'm going to call out people who are actually good and decent. I'm going to make them sound awful. Uh, it, like, You know, it, to me, it's more of a flex to the people that support him just because he has a D next to his name because he's just going to say, there's nothing you can do about my behavior because you're always going to vote for me. So I can be the biggest jerk in the entire world and I ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he reminds me of a uh, councilman Dexhart from parks and rec. He's like, I did cheat on my wife, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and yet he still gets voted in every year and everyone still loves him, but he's like the worst person, the worst human. <laughs> to be, like, and it, that's just what he reminds. And he kind of looks like the guy, the actor who plays councilman Dexhart kind of looks like him. So I just, you know, I feel like it's a, Maybe they were modeling him, you know. Maybe change the name, you know. Yeah, who, who knows? Well, enjoy your douche, uh, Mr. Schiff. This guy right here um, probably would like to to douche himself, um, or other maybe men. he has. Yeah, I, I, but this this one right here is Don Lemon, who surprisingly didn't lose his job outright. He was demoted at CNN, 
lost his primetime slot. All the primetime shows just were absolutely, you know, crushed there. Tapper gone. Cuomo gone. You know, Tapper has a job still, but he's not in primetime anymore. Don Lemon gone. <clears throat> morning show. The morning show has been getting annihilated compared to other network morning shows that are out there. And again, it's look, this is a guy who comes off so smug but thinks he can say or do anything because he's a black gay anchor on a network that has historically let him say whatever he wants, go after Americans who have different thoughts and values, more American thoughts and values, might I say. And he just always has this smugness. He's been accused of stuff. Look, we can't document and prove everything, uh, but there's been some pretty crazy sexual assault allegations you know, leveled against him. And when you're as smug of a person as he is, it makes them more believable. It makes them way more believable. And yet, despite all that, he goes out there each and every day and tells you why you're wrong, why you're racist, why this country's racist, why this country is a failure, and how, but we could be better. Of course we could be better, but it's none of the other things that you said it is. Um, so because he's such a big mouthpiece, but will not listen to the other side, he gets he gets he gets put on this list this year. Yeah, I I mean for me, what what brought him to this list is when he got demoted and said it wasn't a demotion. <laughs> you're, you're you're rocking a solo you know show in prime time, and then all of a sudden you know you're part of an ensemble cast where you're waking up now at two thirty in the morning to get to work. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty clear. Yeah. Let's well, let's be clear. Even even like right now, I just searched his name. The top four stories: CNN Don Lemon has testy exchange with Texas Republican over border. The next one: Don Lemon breaks down while announcing CNN colleague's death. The next one: CNN Lemon clashes with ex-Trump official over. I mean, every single story it shows like he's just he he deserves this award. This yeah. you know he did, he's hostile. You know, yeah, and it, especially the the icing on the cake for me was when he went on. Um, the night show, one of the talk shows, and he was like, "Oh, CNN isn't liberal. Isn't liberal. We've he said <laughs> like, we've never been liberal. Like we've oh. never been liberal. <laughs> like okay, cool. Um, you know, let's let's give him the medal now. You know, like at that point, it just that was that was. Uh, I, I remember when we played it. It was like, are we taking crazy pills? Really? <laughs> uh, he certainly is. Um, I feel like he's gotten more lean for maybe one of his boyfriends suggested he needed to. I don't know. Mm. Uh, we all do, but I mean, he he kudos to him. He he adhered to it, so he's taking care of 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 his body, in some ways. I don't know. Let's move on. That's just too much. Um, this next one, someone made this meme, and I, I'd give him credit, but I don't remember where it's from. Um, but we took this picture that they made. This is of Adam Kinzinger, who's all excited this week over his little January 6th investigation. Um, him and him and Miss Piggy both so excited. They accomplished what they set out to accomplish, which was to set the table for a Trump indictment, a Trump arrest, um, all, all of that. But the, the, the great news is, as a reminder, Adam Kinzinger's done. But this short little fella, we've got two short little fellas on the list. You can imagine who the other one is. This guy pretends, despite being voted out, despite no one even in his, you know, his, his district supporting him, he pretends to represent the American conservative movement and conservative values. 
And like most politicians, this is a guy who did did serve some in the military and, and thank you for serving. It doesn't mean he's done lots of cool stuff in the military, but like he he pretends to understand what Americans are, what Americans want, and where moreover, where America is right now. And and he stands on that platform that he built for himself. And he literally needs a platform because he's so tiny. And gets up and and says all of these things but it's like yeah no actually no one supports you on that but he thinks he's like this champion of of that 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 audience of that demographic of that you know is is that voice for america it's like dude you just got voted out no one has liked you the whole time you've been in there people in dc people at home in your district like you've failed on all levels and now you're going away and yet he still always is out there talking down to others as if he's the He's the authority. <laughs> that yes, and a couple was it last week when he got in a Twitter war with Cat Turd. <laughs> that was my favorite all-time Twitter war ever because I remember I was watching the tweets go back and forth, and I'm like, "You got to be kidding me! You're taking on Cat Turd? You've gone? I mean, Cat Turd has a great following. I follow Cat Turd because I think he's hilarious. But for somebody like him to like get involved and in saying, "Hey, it's gonna end bad for you if I ever meet you in person." And all this other kind of, it's like, bro, yeah. what? I mean, it's obvious nobody likes you. You know, your your career in politics is hopefully over with. The only reason why you know you're you're taking this posture that you're taking is to get the media to kind of like you and you know get some get some good publicity and try and set yourself up for a job. You know, in the private sector once you get out of Washington. But it's just it's like it's he. It's like everything that he does just backfires and blows up in his face. Yeah. No, it does. But but make no mistake about it. He will <clears throat> he'll end up landing on his feet. He'll probably get a job at MSNBC or CNN and he'll be their conservative voice, like former conservative, you know, congrat, you know, congressman. It's like well, like there's going to be people dumb enough to listen and be like, "See, but there's a conservative who's saying this." Like we like no, he's a democrat. He just has an R by his name. See, he he should share a title uh, show with Jen Psaki. The two of them would be great. Circle back, yeah, with Jen Psaki Circle and Adam Kinzinger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so we've uh, we've done this next one. Um, yeah, no. So I, I I have you can't see this. We are down to the final four people. Final four. Final. Four. Okay. So this is a hard one. Yeah. All right. So I I think I'm going this one next. I think this is this is because it's fresh. It's okay. new. It just happened. Brittany Griner. <laughs> Brittany Griner. Finger parents. Brittany. Um. So Brittany made the list because we're all pretty certain Brittany is actually um was born with with penis and balls. Um. So now I mean we know she plays with balls now. Um. But we're pretty sure she was born with some. Um. But this person is an anti-American who wouldn't come out for the national anthem. It was a Black Lives Matter activist, goes, gets in trouble in Russia, where she plays all the time, knows the rules, thinks she's above the law, and then complains and begs said country that she is thrown under the bus and said she doesn't appreciate her support to get her out. And we all know the rest. Obviously, we traded her the merchant of death. Um, we traded Russia the merchant of death for a WNBA basketball player. Uh, a league that no one cares about, a person who doesn't even like our country. It's the worst deal ever. 
But as as Tom noted, when all this was going down, one, she's just a douche because she doesn't like this country. It's pretty easy to make the list for me. If you don't like, I don't care if you have different opinions and values. If you're smug about it, that's one thing. Then you're going to get on the list. But the fastest, most surefire way to get on the list is to not like this country. I friggin' love this country. I spent a lot of time in my life fighting for this country. I believe in this country still as broken as we are. This chick dude right here does not and still benefited from our country, and I don't like that. And getting to my point, what Tom said, Griner is going to end up making a killing and being some folk hero and celebrity here that never would have happened as just a WNBA basketball player because, again, no one cares about it. But now she's going to be, and I just uh, I, I hate how much we're going to hear that name and hear that voice. Oh, get ready. <laughs> Fasten your seatbelt because it's going to happen. The endorsements that she's going to get and the amount of – you know, PSAs that we're going to see of her during, you know, the Super Bowl, during, you know, any kind of sporting event that's going to have, you know, a large audience, it's going to happen and it is going to be overwhelming to the point where I think that, you know, she'll, she'll get pushed as far as getting her own show in some sort of way, at least getting a huge, you know, deal at Netflix. I fear you're right. <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, but I mean, uh, she did say. I'm trying to find the article. She did say that she was going to try everything within her power to get. Um, oh, why is his name just the guy? The guy who we should have traded, who we should have gotten out uh, in Russia. Oh, Whelan. Um, Paul Whelan. Yeah, she said she's going to do everything that she can with her power to get him out. And it's <laughs> okay. Like, Great. Let's, let's see how much weight you pull over there in Russia. <laughs> yeah, like OJ's still looking for the killers of Ron and Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's uh gosh I, I just i she should be on tv with an american flag and shirt i love this country thank you for coming and saving my life i regret what i did that's what she should be doing yeah i not. would give her props i i would i would, doesn't mean i would like her but i will give credit where credit's due if 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 she came out and did that like but she won't and 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 that's what's so frustrating about it. okay we haven't said anything good about her i mean she she is a good basketball player i guess I guess that's kind of a lob ball. Uh, I guess. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I've never her, seen her play. And plus, she's a female. Her, so how good can she be? <laughs> uh, her, her first spouse's name was Glory Johnson. Glory. Um, <clears throat> okay, let's move on from, from Griner. All right, so top three. This is a hard one because I feel like all of them could, could actually be first place, you know, be the be the, the the ultimate douche but i feel like we should go this route next dr anthony fauci dr anthony Ugh. fauci yeah i mean I, I, uh, perhaps no one has affected everyone's life more yeah. in the last two and a half years than this person whether you are a fanboy of him and and shame on you you're gonna make the list next year if if you are it's gonna be a long list or or you're an everyday citizen who just wants to abide by the Constitution and celebrate your God-given freedoms and go about your life. This, this little fella right here has affected you. And not just even now. I mean, if you, if you had AIDS way back in the day, guess what? 
he affected you? Like, this guy's been affecting people for a long time. He's just gotten more attention for it over the last two years. And and the biggest reason he's a douche is, well, the, the, the biggest reason is is all the things that he, of course, would say he didn't. I can't impose law, but yeah, you were, you're paid more than anyone in the United States government to suggest policy. People listened to you for whatever reason and then implemented it. <clears throat> you've been a part of this. You've been a part of funding and creating the damn thing that we all went through. So, so the biggest douche, you know, you get on this list, I should say, for, for all of that. But also, as, as Disco and I always bring up on, on the regular show, this guy literally in his awful dirty unorganized cluttered mess of an office has like <laughs> six paintings of himself like who does that i Dr. mean i Anthony could get Fauci. it if they're like i guess they're gifts from the artists and all that stuff but still like with your grandkids exactly yeah exactly i'm gonna give you this painting of me when i'm dead so you can remember me <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's he's in the douche hall of fame. I mean, yeah. there is I, I you would be hard pressed to find somebody as unctuous and vile as that man is. You know, with his track record, like you were talking about, going all the way back to the AIDS outbreak of the '80s and pushing AZT that was found to kill more men or AIDS patients than anybody. Yeah, you know, and then all the way up into. You know, when we get, you know, when we get into COVID and, you know, we need some lockdowns. We need everybody to, you know, two weeks to flatten the curve. And we're like, everyone's like, oh, okay, you know, two weeks, that, you know, sounds reasonable. But it, it's, you know, he just wanted to assert his control. And then, of course, we all know what happened, you know, after the two weeks. It, you know, became six months, you know, it's turned into, into years now. Yeah. But he is just, you know, a power-hungry miserable grotesque human being yeah he is he and is the I fact that he he's laughing at americans behind their back because they're listening to what he said yeah his words. wear mask wear two masks yeah he's like i can't believe these americans are following me and listening to me. what do you mean you're getting on the news and telling them yeah like now hop like, on one foot expect? yeah now turn yeah. around <laughs> sit on your hands yeah it's you know now take I mean, the chinese kinda, rectal swab yeah, <laughs> to kind of shift gears, but still the same vein. Like you know, there's a reason why it's called programming because they want to program us. They want to be able to watch every single night. We're going to be watching news. We're going to get the information they want us to know, so that we can then go do what they want us to do. He was a part. He's a part of it all. Like yeah. he was all there. So like the, the, now he's you know now he's laughing at us. Okay, yeah. cool. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Yeah. Do you remember they said that? <laughs> <laughs> they came out and said that it was possible you could spread COVID in pools because of fecal shedding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the amount of absurdities with that. And that, I mean, literally the lengths of which people went to because of all, it's just, I, I, no, my, I, my favorite comment was still Tom's is he said, they're saying that masks can stop the fecal, but my, my, jeans can't stop the smell of my fart coming out you know like come on like you know like yeah. that was the, one of the best comments that you ever said tom because i just ever since you i'm like yeah that makes complete sense like come on <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the th another thing that you know is always baffled me about fauci is the fact that everybody is taking what he says as gold and that you know trust the science and that sort of thing 
The man has, hasn't seen a patient in 40 years. I could give just as good an advice as him when it comes to taking care of a patient. Right. <laughs> no, he's a fraud. He's just a fraud any way you look at it. He's, he's, he's vile. Him, you know, Gates, Klaus Schwab. Like, what, what's scary about those three in particular is how much progress th- them and their little sick sadistic club and, and people at the WHO and the UN. Play, it's, it's scary how, how much traction they're getting and how much progress they're making. Um, one of the reasons they're making progress, though, is because of this next guy right here. Of course, Joe <laughs> Biden's got to make the list. Now, again, he doesn't know that he's president. <laughs> he has to be reminded. But, I mean, this guy has been in D.C. for 50 years, whatever it is, has literally lied his way through. He's plagiarized. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's been caught red-handed left and right. His, his, you know, sick and twisted marriage stuff that's happened, his kids, everything about this guy, how angry, you can tell too, if, if you don't go along, like you'll see Joe smile sometimes, but as soon as you question him, man, does he get hot? He gets so hot. Come on, Jack. Yeah. Come on, Jack. Push-up contest. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like. This guy right here, because he knows, he knows better. Is he the worst of all douchebags? No, he's one of the worst now. What he's doing to this country, his wife is doing to this country, is reprehensible, no doubt. But he's a useful tool, and I don't think he even necessarily knows it now because he's just that far cognitively gone. But going into this, he did. And to be willing to go along with this and and be that useful tool continue to use his his power and 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 job title to 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 make money for the biden family the corrupt biden crime family there's just i i I can't think of anything to be a accused sexual assaulter to be a pedophile to be all these like there's just nothing positive that i can say about him other than he's in the most entertaining the, the positive thing would be He's entertaining as hell. Some of the things he says, which literally are not even words, I get I get a huge kick out of. And and this Christmas season, I'm grateful for that, Joe. Thank you. One of them, like uh, three words, made in America. Is that what he said? <laughs> <laughs> Two words, made yes. in America. No, I I figured out what his favorite Christmas song is, though. Hmm. It's favorite things because he gets to the verse, girls in white dresses and blue satin sashes, but then he can't get past it. He just, that's it. He loves that part. <laughs> is, is that strawberry lip gloss and Prell? <laughs> <laughs> I just hate how he's always like, how old are you? Like asking yeah. the girls. Like, it's like, stop it. Like, stop asking that question. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's weird, Joe. You can tell that she is not of, of, of adult <laughs> age. Like she's not an yeah. adult. So you don't ask it. No, you say things like, you know, and what's your name? That's a nice shirt. Who's on that shirt? And those shoes look really fast. You know, those are the types of things that you say to kids. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, not not how old are you? Come sit on my lap. That's a great yeah, not, fragrance how, you've not got. How old are you while you're grasping their shoulder and petting their hair at the same time? And the kids yeah. are trying to get away and he's like, no, you know, like, like it's awful. That montage we played months back of him just, it just was so creepy. Like, oh, just, yeah. Just, ugh. 
Well, here's the thing. I, no, we'll move on from him, but no, no one likes Joe. No one really there, – there's a small, small percentage who are just that dumb that support him, think he's doing well. But the vast majority of Democrats are having serious – not regret that they didn't vote in Trump, but they're having serious regrets that he is there, was their candidate, and he is now the guy because he's just been that awful. He, he's he's he, Again, he's made every bad president in history before Jimmy Carter, you, whatever, whoever you want to put on that list. He's made them look good. They're all sighing a sigh of relief. There's people who are dead, like poking their head up out of the grave, like, damn, this this worked out really well for me. Um, there's people <laughs> actively unchiseling the worst president in history off of their graves. <clears throat> all right, this oh, guy's yeah. go ahead, Tom. No, no, I was just agreeing with you. I'm saying, you know, people like Benjamin Harrison are like, way to go, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I knew someone would come through. Thanks for the help. <laughs> so this next one here the last one the last, last one on one. our list this, this year. the last one yeah guys soak up these last few minutes together before santa's on his way it's we're hours away from the big day from christmas unless you run into this guy who's not a politician although he sure talks like one because if you run into this guy there's there's decent chances you'll be murdered and that's alec baldwin <laughs> this guy like is like I said before, I I stand behind Alec Baldwin because there's no way in hell I'm standing in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it, it, he's been such an angry, you know, he, he uh, we mentioned um, Keith Olbermann earlier. Keith Olbermann, Alec Baldwin, Joy Behar, Rosie O'Donnell. I put them for sure in the top five angriest people uh, out there. Like, the guy has clearly got you know, drinking and other substance issues. He's got significant anger issues and he's, but he's also and, and, and like, I will, I'll say the positive right now. I think he's really talented. He's had some amazing roles over his career. And he's one of those guys where you're like, I wish you would just shut your damn mouth and go act like just, just do that. Not saying you can't have your opinions, but why ostracize half of, of your potential audience when you could have more audience? I, I know that is, is too sensible. But, like, he's one of those ones who's just been so outspoken. He's so divisive. He's so – his rhetoric is violent. It's angry. And then he literally became violent, murdered someone. There's no two ways about it. Was it intentional? No, I'm not saying it was intentional, but murder is still murder. There's still Helena is still dead. Last time I checked, unless unless he's figured out a way to to bring her back. Maybe her husband can afford that 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 operation now that he's taken an executive producer role yeah. and foregone any criminal charges. But like this this guy is just the the epitome of smugness. He's what's wrong with Hall in my opinion. You know, Tom, you probably have a, a better optic than 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 us but like he's what's wrong with hollywood because he's considered to be among their elite and he, here he is getting away he, with murder yeah he hasn't he hasn't spent one hour inside a jail cell that tells you how you know what kind of power he has within our country when you have the ability to kill somebody and then just go home yeah. And then hop on a flight and go to your other house and hang out and tweet about how sorry you are. Yeah. But getting back, you know, to the original part of, you know, whose fault it was, was it the armorist? Was it the second AD? Whoever it was, I always default to this position. 
if they were if they were rehearsing a scene where he put the gun to his head and he pulled the trigger, would he have checked it himself? Yeah, exactly. It, it, yeah, it, it, there's there's no doubt that there are other people who you can suggest played a role in this and and are at fault. But none like Alec Baldwin. I mean, Alec Baldwin is the one who pulled the trigger, and your your example is perfect there. Like, if 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 you're unsure, then you should. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty clear cut and simple. I think uh, when it comes to this. Um, but the whole celebrity thing is the one that really you know has got me. Before. I mean, even even Paul Pelosi, you know, his, his wife being the you know third most powerful person in the country when she was speaker, you know, gets into a wreck. He gets, you know, pinched for DUI, get the mugshot, everything else. This guy is an actor who kills somebody and it's like, hey, you know, we know you didn't mean to do it. So, you know, you're good. Just, yeah. you know, don't do it again. We'll resume filming in, 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 in 2023. Yeah. Or whenever, whenever they're resuming. It's, yeah, but it's not, but uh, New Mexico won't allow it back, though. That's they the won't? Thing. Okay, that's good. No, they won't. Yeah. I like that. Look at your state stepping up and doing something right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things where you sit there going, okay, well, Griner got away with you know <laughs> breaking the law. Here's Baldwin. That's just been the theme, I guess, for this year. If you think about it, yeah. Well, really, the last, yeah, last long <laughs> lo- lot of years. Um, what was this clip that you had me pull in for Baldwin? I just every time I hear some certain actors' names, I hear Kim Jong Il and Team America say his name like here. You are worthless, Alec Barrett. <laughs> I, of course we're not we're not suggesting anyone hurt alec baldwin but but just the first part kim jong-il saying any of their names hans bricks <laughs> all, all the people such, such a good movie i want to go back and watch that can we call that a christmas movie i don't think so um no I don't, but hans blix is a great name it's one of my favorites you know it, it is Right up there with Boutros, Boutros, Golly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got a ring to it. It's got it's. It had its it. It was an important time in history, um, and it had a ring to it, no doubt. Just like Klaus Schwab does these days. I mean, that's a perfect supervillain name. Like it's just, you know, they're they're casting and and naming these people right. Um, well, and uh, just back to Ball real quick. You you know like he he made the list when he didn't listen to that flight attendant for playing words with friends or whatever game it was. Oh yeah, that was you another know, good like, one. Like like how could you do that? Like turn just turn your phone off for fifteen minutes while you take off, and then you yeah. can put it get back onto it. Like come on. Yeah. No, I mean he's he's had so many public tirades and like outbursts. Uh, it, it's kind of remarkable that it doesn't. I mean maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe that it doesn't happen on set more. Like and that people still want to work with him because he's. He's he's used frequently like he's in comedies, he's in dramas, he's in, you know, he's on SN, he was on SNL for a long time. He's he's done all sorts of stuff, but it seems like he's just an unbearable person to be around. I mean, even his kids. It's yeah. All right. Well, again, folks, reminder, we're picking on these guys. We're picking on them for a reason, though. They are taking our country and and their their followers, supporters or in the case of actors and entertainers, their audiences down this treacherous path that's not good for any of us them included i wish they were smart enough to see through that um it's it, it's not good for anyone in the end we're calling them out because they're not good and in our minds they're douchebags so that was your 12 
douchebags of Christmas and the the honorable mention ones there. There's plenty of others that should have made the list. LeBron, Paul Pelosi, you know, could be on there. There's there's lots that could be there. We get it. Uh, but we hope you enjoyed this um, and now can get in the Christmas spirit. Go be kind to the people that you're going to be around. Don't call them douchebags. It's not um, it's not the Christmas spirit for family and friends. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. We hope you enjoyed all of these 12 interviews of Christmas. We're excited to have spent a little bit more time with you over the break. We're looking forward to coming back with you in early January. Lots of fun things to bring to the show. But now have a merry, merry Christmas, a happy new year, and we'll look forward to seeing you in 2023. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers.